All right, let's talk agriculture then. We're unpacking a new study into pigeon peas. So Stellenbosch University MSc graduate Carla De Beer has penned a book called World Peas, which has recipes about how these pigeon peas can be found in food. She also developed a pre-mix which can be used used to make falafel. So why this particular project is important and how nutritious are these peas and why they're not grown in South Africa and uh, they're being imported. Let's find out uh, from Carla De Beer, Stellenbosch University MSc graduate, currently working on an agricultural firm in Wellington in the Western Cape. Carla, thank you for joining us. Good morning. Hello. It's nice, it's nice to join you guys so early. Yeah, thanks for waking up for us. Uh, I love the title, World Peas. Uh, world peace <laughs> and world peace there. It was really a, a toss-up between world peace and green peace. <laughs> oh, yes. You see, both would have worked. I like this one better, though. I like the one you went with. So what inspired you then <laughs> no, to, look at, uh, to look at pigeon peas and, and write an entire book on this? Oh, I mean, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do my MSc in. And mm. thank goodness for my two supervisors, they just told me one day, they're like, listen here, we know what you, your interests are in nutrition, um, and we know that you're interested in um, food and you like working with it. We want to research this pea, and then we sort of just developed the project a bit further. And your book is basically a, a recipe book uh, containing recipes using pigeon peas as ingredients. How easy or difficult are they to work into the different ingredients or uh, items you've made falafel as well? Yeah, I mean, I made this recipe book. Um, I started in lockdown, so my MAC stretched over two years, 2020 and 2021. Um, and I had a bunch of these peas. And obviously, during COVID level five, we weren't able to be out and about. So to the detriment of my poor other housemates, I was just cooking in the kitchen the whole day, yeah. <laughs> um, coming up with these recipes. But no, they are, they're, really, they're really easy to make, I think. Okay, and, and tell us about the growing of this crop. You call, it's called a climate smart crop, uh, but we don't yeah. really have it in South Africa. We import it. What goes into growing it? Um, so you are right. We do import it, but we don't import it on large scale. Like it's not really commercially available yet. Um, we did, however, sign an agreement with with India to export to them mm-hmm. during the BRICS convention um, because they are the top user of this crop. And actually, this is the fifth most eaten legume in the world. Um, it's just not really known in South Africa, but it is grown on small scale in pockets in KZN. Um, it's thought to be brought to South Africa by um, Indian immigrants. Um, sorry, I'm trying to remember your question. It's very early. Um, how okay. is it grown? Yes. So it's, it's a pulse crop, um, and there's different varieties of the pigeon pea, but it can either be grown as uh, annual or perennial, mm-hmm. um, and it's climate smart because it has very, um, it's water stress tolerant, which means it can be under immense water stress and still survive, which is really types of crops that we need to be looking at at the moment. 
Okay, and, and it is uh, the genome has just recently been sequenced. So what kind of opportunities will this open then for uh, research and, and for more growth in the country? Countless, countless opportunities. Mm. Um, I think if you have a sequenced genome, I mean, they obviously haven't sequenced all of the varieties, but if you have a base to work off of, then you can start looking for interesting genes that you know does function in other plants, like water tolerance or types of protein production. Um, you can you can take it through to the metabolics and see what type of different things it can do. You can predict it. Um, and I think that is what that will make it easier to introduce into the South African market for growers because farmers need that sense of predictability when they grow something. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about it. Well, the form you've made it is into mm-hmm. a dried premix. So agriculturally or agri-processing-wise, is this the best form to sell it? Um, I think there are multiple different forms. Um, mm-hmm. Traditionally, it is sold the whole as a split pea, like you would buy lentils, um, because people traditionally use it in, in dolls and curries and things like that. Um, I think the idea behind the premix was to make something really easy um, that people can just add water to. The thing is, is this crop isn't known to people. Mm. You, um, you aren't going to go to the shop and it's not going to be on your on your grocery list next to the milk. Um, that's why you need to make a product that's easy for people um, and that they can also associate with something else that is known to them. And I don't know about you guys in Joburg, but yeah, in Cape Town, we love to eat falafels every now and again. And it's a very popular fast food and you see mm. it in a lot of vegetarian restaurants. And a premix is an easy, is an easy way to consume it because and for my recipe, you just add boiling water and then you bake it or fry it and then you're done. And that was the idea behind it. Um, we wanted to create a product that's easy to use and that consumers can couple to something else that's already known to them. So that was the idea behind that. All right. Well, it's quite popular, this side. I mean, especially where we are, Auckland Park, uh, Fordsburg side uh, falafels. We do see that a lot of them. Uh, you were quite creative, though, because you even made pastas, you made meatless patties, with this and spreads <laughs> and snacking chips. So it's great. I mean, this this seems like the recipe book that we want to get our hands on, especially if we're going the healthy living route. Uh, and you tested your recipes on your your friends during lockdown. <laughs> what was that experience like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still feel terrible when I think about it. Um, I lived with five other people that I didn't know before. Yeah. So we were just living in this house. Um and we actually had a very cute tradition during level five. I think I think lockdown was a weird time for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so us not really knowing each other, um, we were like, well, we gotta we gotta learn about each other now. So we had this tradition of cooking for each other every night. So every night, someone else had a chance to do it, um, and that also was really inspiring to me. Just and it's gonna sound so cheesy. I'm so sorry, but just how how that period of Cooking and eating together really brings people together. I mean, not only did it help me get ideas for more recipes by what different people cook, it also just showed me again the value in food, hey? Mm. 
I guess your recipes were all about peas and everybody <laughs> was eating green there. <laughs> but look at it now. I mean, this is it's resulted in a recipe book that we're talking about on a national radio station. So I guess they won't mind that you, you force fed them peas. <laughs> Listen here, you say that now. At the time, I was told, hmm, you're making a graze on this food <laughs> because it didn't have meat in it. <laughs> but no, I tested it on them in 2020. I tested it again on new housemates in 2021. Um, whenever I was writing and I felt like, oh, I'm tired of writing now, I would just go try and make something. Um, but the most difficult part of this recipe book was honestly having to measure off things in quantity so I can write it down. Because oh, yes. I don't know how you cook, but usually I just throw things together and there it is. But that's not really how one writes a recipe book. Yeah. Um, also, taking the photos was difficult because it was only me with a camera. So I had to like find weird places in the house to make a nice white background. Like some of the photos are taken on top of the dishwasher, or, I mean the washing machine, or on top of the fridge, just to <laughs> not yeah. like make it look like a house, you know? Yeah all these tricks that we learn on social media. So you put all of them together and here we are. So how do we get a copy of the book World Peace? Um, it's actually available online. I can send you the link if you want. Um, it's only 10 recipes. It's a really small recipe book, but you can download it and use it for free as you want. And also I encourage people when they say they want to try and make a recipe of mine, um, if there's an ingredient you don't like, exchange it for something else. If you can't find pigeon peas, try it with lentils and see how it works out for you. But as the pigeon pea researcher, I must say, um, they are a bit difficult to find, but it's definitely worthwhile. Okay. All right. Are you on social, uh, social media for our listeners? Do I have social media? Yes. Are you on uh, the platforms there? Yes, I am on Instagram and LinkedIn. As Carla De Beer. Oh, no. Sorry, that's not my handle. It's actually embarrassing. Um, my <laughs> handle is... <laughs> don't laugh. My pizza is... Ach, my handle is pizza underscore Quinnigan. It came from high school, and I don't know why I haven't changed it yet. I think I should. Peter underscore Quinnigan. Quinnigan. Like queen in Africa. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, we have those, and I was laughing because I was thinking already the handle must be something that is got nothing to do with your name that we wouldn't link to you because there are so many that we come across there anyway. But thanks again for your time, Carla. We appreciate it. Eh? All the best. You too. Eh? I'll send you the link to the book if you want it. Awesome stuff. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Oh, okay. All right Bye. then. Bye. Carla De Beer, Stellenbosch University MSc graduate, currently working for an agricultural firm in Wellington in the Western Cape. And uh, she's put together that recipe book, World Peace. Uh, catchy phrase there, isn't it? That uh, name of the book.